welcome to Slayerfest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and joining me to talk Spider-Man No Way Home, I have three really great guests. I have first up, we have blogger and PhD candidate. Ashley K. Smalls. Hi, Ashley. Hi. And next up, we have senior gaming editor at Input. Ryan Houlihan. And we have Twitter villain, the man my mom wants me to marry, and um, no one knows what he does for a living. Discreet Latino. That is not your fucking name, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to like so many people's contacts app. <laughs> <laughs> David Vasquez. Hello, David. Thank you for joining Hi, us. Ian. Thank you so much for having me. It is always an honor. Um, <laughs> we are here to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. So, uh, I mean, I know this goes without saying, but I feel like I need to say it just for this especially. There are going to be a lot of spoilers. It's all spoilers. We're only we're talking about the movie, and I don't know if you all agree, but like every friend I spoke to before I saw it was like, I can't talk to talk to you about this until you've seen it. Like it's hard to talk about without spoiling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do kind of agree. Um, yeah. So, but before we like get into the movie, I'm going to ask uh, initial reaction, like when you finished the movie, Ryan. Um. I had a similar experience um, when I was 14 with this guy I had been dating for a while. <laughs> um, it was a revelation. I I was absolutely delighted. I cried. I laughed. I, 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 at that end of the movie, was like, I know that that was a good movie. I know that that was well-produced. But I also thought to myself, this is also such a stupid thing to be so happy about. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 my chill my my great 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 grandparents are not proud of me but i had a wonderful time oh my god all i felt new emotions the, yes. no emotions i didn't know i had uh ashley um there aren't words in the dictionary yet to define um you know the feeling that this this movie has left us with um, they just have not been invented yet. I'm so sorry. I mean, I've been going with amazing for the like the pun factor of it all, <laughs> but it really doesn't, you know, carry the punch that we really need. I'm a communications major. My friend was there. I was like, Ashley, what did you think? I'm like, I'm lost for words. So, <laughs> um, you know, there we go. But like, it just left me with a sense of euphoria that was just like, I know, I, I know, I'm the big fan girl. If you follow me on Twitter, I know this is like my entire personality to you. So it's like, well, of course she's just up here, you know, gassing it up. But like, I don't know what you want me to say. I screamed, I cried. <laughs> yeah, listen, I was a real bitch about Eternals. So. Okay, same, same. Okay, I had, I had plenty of things to, to comment on. But like for real here, you know, even with the nostalgia factor and things like that, um. You know, I would sit here and say, you know, it was very clear that they were just delivering on fan service, but they truly delivered on doing a good job of yes. how they yeah. brought things together. And I think that that is the most important part more than what they actually did as we get into it later in the show. Yeah. They yeah. literally, I felt them, I felt them doing a victory lap because I could feel halfway through the movie that they, I, I, if this makes sense, that that the people making the movie were so excited to tell us stuff and mm-hmm. show us things. And I was like, that's fun. That is a fun way to make a movie where you're like, oh, my God, we ma- we managed to like through a very simple logic piece all of this together. Like people who know Peter Parker's identity. Like that's a very that's a clever way to like work in um yeah basically everyone important and everyone contentious or whatever and it worked and 
and it worked so well. And you could tell that they were so excited to tell us that or stuff like, um, uh, the green goblin, uh, uh, bomb. They were so excited to roll that out to us. And you could Mm -hmm. tell that, like, I don't know. I just, I felt, I felt like Willem Dafoe was excited to be there. I was just like this rules. I love this. I love this dynamic between us and the people making it. Yeah. Uh, David, what were your initial reaction? What was your initial reaction? Like to the entire movie? Yeah. Um, great. Like, I think that this movie was probably the perfect example that I've seen so far of fan service done right. Like, it's done well, it's Mm -hmm. done with both like, what the fans want to see in mind, but also what is good storytelling and what is good cinematography Mm -hmm. and direction in mind. Um, And with, you know, you throw enough Disney money at that, you make it happen, throw Disney money at talent. Uh, I, I honestly think that the returning actors from other Spider-Man um, franchises, if, that the, if that's the right term, or for yeah. other versions of Spider-Man, I think that they delivered their best performances in their in their roles yeah. in this film. You could tell that they've become better actors. It mm-hmm. was like, I was like so happy and excited and everyone was like happy to it seemed very happy to be there yes like even especially when you look at jamie fox's um performance and how different it is from his performance you can tell they got like he had the opportunity to sit down and bring his so much of that was his persona but like as a villain you know um and like that mattered that it wasn't just simply let's just bring in people it was like okay how do we also maybe rectify um, some of the ways in which we weren't able to fully deliver on on some of these characters in past movies, and like that mattered, and it came through. And you could like as some, as you were saying, like you could tell everyone was having fun with these roles. Um, that maybe some of them got one shot at, maybe a few of them got a few shots at, but like now it's like for some of them who may may or may not choose to come back to the role, but if they right. choose not to, they can really say, you know, that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so. And again, before we get into the movie, I do want to discuss, like, briefly, um, I, Ashley, I feel like you and I maybe discussed this when we did the trailer reaction to the first uh, No Way Home trailer. Mm. Uh, People get a little, sometimes they have, like, nostalgia rose-colored glasses when they look at at least the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films, I think, because I don't, I, even when they came out, I was like, eh, about them. Like, I didn't feel like Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst had any chemistry. Um, I did not like those movies that much. I thought the Green Goblin looked fucking stupid. Um, I, I I get why people like two, and I do love the moment people reference of the train and, you know, everyone helping him. I do appreciate those moments, but I, I never thought Tobey Maguire was a good Spider-Man. That what? is why I give the award for most improved yes. to Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yes. I loved Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I'm on the Spider-Man. opposite end of the, of the discussion. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I really loved the those those Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, but I like Ian, like I, I do have a few critiques of them. And I think for a lot of that, it's Tobey, Tobey Maguire's acting some of the time was kind really? of, came across as kind of weak to me. Yeah. See, I have, I have, I have issues with Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, even though I love Andrew Garfield and I kind of love him as Spider Man. I, I have like conceptual issues with like I don't think Spider Man's supposed to be this cool or like right. yeah. he's not supposed to be this smooth. Um, but I 
forgive it because I don't care. I love Andrew Garfield. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, that's fine. Um, and whereas with Tobey Maguire, to me, that is Spider-Man. Like, that's, that is who, that's Spider-Man to me. That, that and the voice from the 90s cartoon are really, like, that just screams Spider-Man to me. Um, I, yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I, we'll get into Garfield later in terms of my family. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, he's definitely the most charismatic Peter Parker. And I'm being specific and saying Peter Parker because it's sort of, sort of like, he is supposed to be a bit different when that suit gets on. Yeah. Um, but even without the suit, you know, he's, he, I don't know if it's just because we're in this time where nerds, you know, can be like we've we've are have accepted that nerds are cool and things like that. And when Toby Spider Man came out, it was still we were still in that kind of stage of like the Steve Urkel kind of nerds being the stereotype. Yeah, like he was definitely right. he was definitely supposed to be nerdy, and like we were supposed to be like shocked when he turns around and he's like flexing or whatever in that first movie. Yeah, <laughs> and um. But yeah, I I love Toby's um, Peter Parker. I will just say also, Toby's character is supposed to be what? Is he supposed to be in high school? He is in his senior year, isn't he? Yeah. The first fight. Yeah. Okay. That was see that they should have started that off in college. I know eventually to get there, but like that that was a grown ass man. They shouldn't have done that. He yeah. never looked like high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> they shouldn't have done that. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, I think it's really just the awkwardness of Toby, like. He eventually comes into it a, a whole lot more. And it's also, I think what I loved about Toby's is like that, that like depression in between, like even in, in this movie, he talks about, you know, well, you know, I was really, there was a moment I was like really down and out and things like that. Um, and in the Spider-Man movies, when he ends up breaking up with, with MJ and like using Gwen Stacy to make her, ju- like, you know, Peter Parker makes those types of stupid ass decisions. Sometimes he don't be thinking as much of a genius as he is. And Toby's character really delivered on that to me. Whereas Andrew Garfield. I don't care what glasses he wears. If Andrew Garfield told me, oh, you know, I'm just really struggling with getting girls. I'm like, no, why are you lying? Yeah. Oh my God. No. Don't lie to my face. Don't lie to my face, Amy Pascal. Please. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I also like, I will say one thing that's very weird is that Thomas Hayden Church did no publicity for this movie. Like, did he? Good for him. Good for uh, yeah, him. Right, like, <laughs> he he after HBO's divorce, he deserved a victory lap little like giant Marvel check and to just go home. And he's right. <laughs> right. He was like, I will do this. Do not make me do shit for this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He mm-hmm. was like, You don't need me. You have Zendaya. You do not need me. <laughs> and fair. Um, but I appreciated that his character, because I was like, I thought Sandman ended up being good, and we kind of addressed that, right? Where he's like, Peter, I gotta help you. And then he's like, wait, you're not the Peter I know. Never mind, I'm gonna be bad again. Like, you're just like, you know what? We're gonna breeze past it, and that's fine. That was um, the plot, yeah. That's, like, one of the plot holes. Like, I was, I think we talked about just uh, before starting, like, about, you know, if I wanted to really truly get into that, like, and nitpick about, like, the plot holes, like, mm-hmm. he didn't make sense. Like, he's, they started off making sense with him. It was like, right. what the hell's going on? How do I get transported here? And I kind of got the distrust when he realizes it's a different Peter, but then towards the end with the fight scene when he's all like, like his entire persona is around his daughter. And right. so why would he be fighting against going home to be with his daughter? They don't really deliver on yeah. trying to explain that. Like this man is trying to help you get home. Like he should be helping him. But yeah. But so like, I, I thought it was so weird that like he came back and God, what's the actor that played the lizard? Is he so um, oh, I know. <laughs> Actually, he's just I, a lizard. I, I do, but I can't 
But like so that actor is literally only in like what? Like you see his face at the very end. Right. Um, I was like, ooh, those actors probably were like, this is great. Yes, cut me a paycheck. I will do three scenes. You can motion capture my face and I don't need to do promo. Great, yeah. great, great. Um, but so let's talk about uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies because I will say I don't, I don't know that they're good, but I don't hate them. I don't like, I, 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 fond, I vaguely like fondly look on them because I do think Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield Again, it's almost like cheating with Tom Holland and Zendaya because they're act- they were actually dating, but I thought right. they had like great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, and I like the lizard plot was like a nightmare. You could tell Sony edited that movie eighty five times mm-hmm. before it came out, and like he's trying to turn everyone into a lizard, but then they don't really address at the end. And I haven't revisited those movies in forever. Um, right. But I will say, I do remember, like, crying when Gwen Stacy died. Like, I thought... Yeah, no, that was very that traumatic. Movie. Very yeah. traumatic. I've read the comic um, books a million times, and still, yeah. when I heard the crack, I was like, why did you come here? And, like well, you I said, just remember thinking, like, oh, no, we're doing depressed Spider-Man again. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and like you but said... I, I liked, I liked uh, him when he was Spider-Man a lot more than when he was Peter Parker. I think he, he did the line delivery as Spider-Man really well. That's Even true. though we, you know, weren't seeing his face. Right. And he, well, does, he does have that like witty one-off, like talking to himself and making us laugh sort of yes. thing down. And the, the thing, Ashley, that you said, which is true, because I hated Jamie Foxx in that movie. Like mm-hmm. it was like every Jamie was... Foxx hated Jamie Foxx. In that <laughs> yes, movie. he did. Yes, he did. Um, so I was really glad that they didn't keep with like the like whatever shtick they had had him do. That was tough. It yeah. was. I think, you know, it was the Amazing Spider-Man movies had great casting and then awful yes. everything else. And it was very unfortunate. <laughs> um, it was so... And then on top of I that... I mean, Mark Webb's name, very funny, but did he need to be doing the job? <laughs> no, no. I mean, and, it, and then on top of the fact that it was so close to Toby's, it was just, it was, it was, um, yeah. it was, it was doomed. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that was another, you know, exciting piece about this is that like, we had some no shade to whoever, and I'm sure there's people from Amazing Spider-Man who were on this. Um, but like, it was very clear they went to the drawing board with the, you know, these characters and was like, let's take the one or two things we like and let's redo this shit all over. And Jamie came to the table and was like, I have some thoughts and that's yeah. how we got here. He was like, what if the electricity is just like vaguely different? Yeah, he's like, I, I will not be blue. We will not do this. <laughs> not wearing that wig. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah, those movies like are weird because I. I do feel like Twitter now is starting to be like, wait, those movies deserved. And it's like, they weren't that, like, the, the cast, like you said, the casting just was good in those movies. Andrew Garfield deserves, not those yes. films. Let's be very and, clear. And there's, I do think there's good, like, action set pieces in those movies, yeah. but it's like, that's, I mean, at this point in time, it's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, okay, a cool Spider Man action scene. Yeah, we, we yeah, get a lot. Of uh, yeah, we got a lot of this <laughs> lately. <laughs> um, so, okay, we'll start uh, with the movie film that we all saw. Um, it's so... A thing I kept thinking about in terms of this movie is it starts... It's like a, it's like you feel bad for him, and then it becomes a fun movie, and then you feel bad for him again. And, like, it, the, the pacing is weird, but it worked, I think. And I saw people are complaining about the pacing, but I the pacing didn't really bother me. Like, I think it, it had... It was different, but I don't know. Did did it bother any of y'all? No. I think I would need to rewatch it because it's the kind of movie that you're so excited in every moment that 
like I was so excited to be watching this movie. I guess I <laughs> like it, it was just a good I was I was realizing that I was watching a good movie while I was watching a good movie. And that's fun. Um and I I wasn't paying attention to the pacing so much as I was just like along for the adventure yeah. this round. But I didn't notice the pacing at any point, which is the highest compliment I can give pacing, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um I so I, I rewatched it um and I was very excited to do so. And I was paying more attention to the pacing um, the second time around, probably mostly because at that uh, the second time around, I didn't have to uh, pee really badly. I had had a, <laughs> one of those movie theater big gulps um, the first time, and I was just dealing with that for the second <laughs> half of the movie. Um, and uh, I, I think that the slow moments made sense, especially after the death of... Uh, uh, of uh, on May. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, it was, I wouldn't say pacing. I mean, if any, it's a, it's an emotional roller coaster. And I guess yeah. maybe if you don't like, if you wanted to sit in certain emotions a little bit longer, maybe, cause it's just like, you know, the reveal of Tom, of, of um, Toby and Andrew come pretty close to after May dies, but it makes sense to me in terms of the construction of the movie. Cause it's like, yeah, he just lost his mentor, his figure. Um, and they're bringing in, you know, they're basically, this is the, they need to appeal to, he's not alone. Cause at this point it makes 100% you know, sense that he's like, screw all of this, send right. them people back to where they came from or I'll kill them here. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want nothing to do with this no more. And yeah. so I felt like the timing of everything worked I won't say perfectly because I know I'm still dealing with my euphoria, but I feel like it it was pretty well. Um, but it was an emotional roller coaster. There's a lot going on in the sense of, in a way, it's, it is certain you know multiple storylines. We have Toby as the character. I mean, excuse me, we have Tom Holland Spider Man as the main character dealing with these things solely. But there's these other nuts and bolts happening on the side that are going to be brought in, and as the audience, you know, we have to know about it all. So I guess that would be my comment, but I think they did it pretty well because that could have easily been a mess and had us confused and I wasn't confused at any point. Right? Yes. Yes. Like, Ryan, we recorded for Eternals and everyone, <laughs> there were so many comments on TikTok saying, have I ever watched a Marvel movie before? <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, that, I'm, I'm brand new to this. <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, that was a movie that had pacing issues to me. Yes. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting here thinking while you were talking, I was saying, thinking to myself like, oh, you know, what's a movie that I super noticed the pacing? <laughs> Eternals. That was been a, that would have been a good way to explain the difference. <laughs> I was sitting here thinking that. Because <laughs> like, so for right? you. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Like that is a movie where I'm like, yes, those pacing issues were very apparent as you were watching the movie. Yeah. Um, but this, like, I don't know. I, I, I think you're right, Ashley. It's like a, a roller coaster, right? And either, either you're on board with it or you're not. Because I don't know. I didn't. It was just like so much shit happened. This is wild to say because I love love Charlie Cox's Daredevil. It is wild to say this, but like by the end of the movie, I fucking forgot that we even got oh, him. One hundred percent, right? right? Like, I mean, that says something that yes. the the confirmation of him being the MCU's Daredevil that his appearance ended up being one of the smaller moments in this movie is truly that right there right. is a good reflection of how much. Right? Was I mean, <laughs> also another good reflection is that I was also thinking. 
Um, the pacing of this movie I felt was good because it, I felt like it was uh, we were doing things in every moment. But you could have inserted another thirty minutes of them just hanging out, like yes. the, the three Spider Man mm-hmm. have to do hijinks or like you know go to dinner or like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like if that had to happen, some kind of bank heist, I wouldn't have been opposed, you know. <laughs> but I guess they did leave me wanting more, so that's their like. If they had to kiss, that would have been okay. <laughs> oh well, you know, I mean, what if they got stuck alone together? <laughs> um (laughs) i i also have to point out um because this happens very early on in the movie uh when him and mj get back in his room and he's trying to take off a spider-man costume and aunt may opens the door tom holland has got some great titties like jesus Christ. You know what I did think though, and honestly, like everybody, I'm I'm apologizing before I say it. Um, I I did think to myself, do you think Tom Holland's gonna have to take testosterone for the rest of his life? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean for real. Like it's it's it it is insane the Disney machine to give everyone the exact same body. It is insane. Like his body is morphing into the uh like uh what's his face Chris um, Evans. Pratt, like fucking transformed body, which is the Chris Evans body, yes, which is like everyone seems <laughs> to like have a the one same four scale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and he turned around, and I was just thinking to myself, like, how do they accomplish this, and why? He looked great, but also yeah. he looks great now. I mean, nobody's saying he right. doesn't. Um, but it, it was just like I was like, wow, this is important to Disney. <laughs> like, <laughs> Disney needs to see these men just bulging. There is some fag high up who is like, yes, <laughs> yes, that's great. Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, great titties. I mean, yeah. please step on me, mommy. Uh, I was like holy shit, like, we've gone a long way from, like, him and his boxers to, like, him and his, like, tidy underwear that looks great with his, like, by, like chest bulging out. Woof. Woof. Yeah. Um, it has been a long pandemic. Um, <laughs> um, I had to keep reminding myself, I'm like, he's 25. Like, this is right? weird. <laughs> and, like, that, and, like, I, I said this before recording, literally my only critique is none of these people look like they're supposed to actually still be in high school anymore, but, like, yeah. whatever, because... That's every movie, right? Like, yeah. I think Tom Holland looks like a teenager with, like, pronounced fine lines. Like, he still has like, oh yeah, totally. But that's just like British people. Like, that's just being British. <laughs> no, no, oh, hundred percent. No. It's just being British. I no. hate to tell you, but I'm, I'm, I'm like what, sixty percent British. I, I hate to, I hate to be the the bearer of bad news. That's just the sun. <laughs> he oh, looks no. great i don't think he looks elderly or something <laughs> he's just very slender and i'm like like uh, british all right fair I, I do have a question for everyone you specifically ashley because i feel like you paid close attention to this shit so i couldn't remember when they like go into the room and he's like i just want to talk to you about your relationship to like may and um happy and may does know already that he's spider-man right yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. He's he's trying to hide the fact that the rest of the world just found out, okay. and okay. he's hoping that he can that because May has been trying to break it to Happy that the relationship isn't working. She hasn't been paying attention to the fact that her nephew is now um, the number one, I guess in a sense, celebrity in the world. He's now right. made world breaking news, and he's trying to tell her before the news van does. And instead, there's a helicopter outside of their apartment. So. That doesn't happen. But she does know. She's very much aware. After At the end of the, the post-credit scene of the first movie, when he's, like, in his suit and she's standing in the door and she's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> and so, <laughs> yes, she has the news has been broken to her. Okay, I, I hate it, it when the helicopters circling around break the news to your family before you have the chance to. <laughs> I, I, know, I was right? going to say some. Nobody in the world almost understands the feeling. I was sitting there thinking, nobody in, is this realistic? Nobody in the world understands that feeling except for a very small handful of people. And I was sitting there thinking, like, Spider Man and Monica Lewinsky, the exact same experience. I was like sitting there thinking, it's such a rare thing to portray. It was interesting. And I kind of wish that we got more time in the yes. world where everyone knows he's Spider-Man and more like, you know, uh, we could explore that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was interesting to visit it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like you said earlier, Ryan, like give me a, an extra half hour of literally any part of this movie and I would have been fine with that. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I could have, I would have loved more of this. I thought it was very weird that like, um, it's like that happens and then we just move on. Right. It's like, we kind of keep moving. Um, I kept thinking, like, God, is that like us, like me trying to be like, Mom, don't turn on the news? And then she opens the window <laughs> and a helicopter flies by say, with a banner that says, like, Ian is a faggot on it. And I'm like, damn it, I didn't tell you yes. <laughs> but it's like, so Matt Murdock shows up in such a weird cameo, but I love that Hawkeye and this have now confirmed that our Netflix characters are canon. Well, at least um, these, they can keep um, Iron Fist. They don't, we don't, the rest bring them in, but I just want to reiterate, <laughs> we keep, keep that man, keep that man where he is. Do not bring him here. Call, you know, bring in Jessica Jones. I, uh, yes. I, you know, oh. I'm, I'm a little iffy on Luke Cage, but if you want, because I, I just feel like Virgil Ali carried that show, so like, if you know now that he is now Blade, I don't I don't really care for it too much. But if you want to, fine. But you keep that Iron Fist man right where he is. You do not bring him in. You bring in a variant who knows how to fight and is willing to do more than twenty minutes of stunts. Okay. Does this mean that Alfred Woodard is now two characters in the MCU? It sure right. does. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but there are there are a couple other actors. I can't think of any, but I know there are a couple that have played like two Karen characters. Gilliam. I mean, technically, Gemma Chan. Wait, who else, Ashley? Gemma Chan, she's... um, she's, Oh, yeah, Gemma Chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Cersei and fucking uh, Marvel, the other Captain Marvel. Yeah, exactly. So technically her, she's collecting her her checks. Yeah, so like, sure, fine, whatever. Um, So I I did think it was weird that we like immediately addressed that he is Daredevil, because like when they throw the brick and he catches it real quick. Um, (laughs) My two coworkers that I see all the Marvel movies with because a lot of people actually did like go like, whoa, when Matt Murdock showed up. And she was like, who's that? I was like, it's Daredevil. She was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I wondered how like viewers who don't, like, is it just like, oh, that's weird. You My know what I mean? said, I thought Ben Affleck was Daredevil. And I was like, it's <laughs> <Absolutely> okay. not. <laughs> well, in Daredevil No Way Home. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to see him. God. <laughs> it would just be two of them and then like <laughs> some like a, a cartoon no, each other. <laughs> the end. God. Um so I I was like, oh cool, we'll go back to him. But again, the movie was so fucking fantastic, it didn't matter that we never went back to him. And I didn't give a shit. It was just like a nice, like, great, well, now I hope I see Jessica Jones is what it I, well, yeah. it goes back to what I said about like fan service being done right, like not yeah. being too gratuitous. Like he's a lawyer. Spider-Man needed a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He caught a brick because he was there. You know, 
Then he pieced out. You know, it wasn't other people's business what Spider Man had to do for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it was it was Spider Man and Spider Man and Spider Man's business. So, yeah. <laughs> or if it just feels like a natural fit, like I, if Jessica Jones comes back in She Hulk, that's that's yeah. probably going to be the right place. For right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, don't well, force it just because you know we want it. I think it was right. absolutely perfect. Even with him having a small role and this movie having so much with it that even that being such a big moment, it ended up being like low on the list of things that happened. It was enough. It was like, it was MCU's way of saying, you guys said you loved him so much that you want him to be our daredevil. Here you go. Confirmation, yeah. he's our daredevil. We'll let you know when we revisit this, but you can stop uh, harassing our social media managers now. <laughs> <laughs> harassing social media managers apparently does not work because <laughs> we still don't have the oa back right well i'm i'm i my heart goes out to the social media managers of marvel i hope they're getting their well-deserved vacation i think about oh. the one on tiktok who was just like trying to post you know marvel content and someone was all the comments was like where is the no way home trailer and then one of them finally <laughs> broke and was like please leave us alone <laughs> <laughs> I think about whoever it was every day. Do you know how you have to be like the limit to just finally decide? Fuck it. Like, they got to leave me alone. This yeah. is too much. <laughs> like, the official Marvel counts going to say, go away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Ugh. anyone here has the temperament for that. No. I personally do not. I just cry yeah. on my personal page. It's fine. Are you kidding? <laughs> when people get like shitty and Slayerfest comments, I'm like, stop it. Relax, like, <laughs> makes me crazy. Really, I have ten thousand followers. Makes you crazy, <laughs> right? 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 right. <laughs> it exacerbates the crazy. We'll say, David. Um, so, I guess I'm like, I don't want to speed to the <clears throat> awful, sad Aunt May scene. I guess we should talk about. Um, I did like it, the the hijinks of. Ooh, they didn't get into MIT. Ooh, Peter wants to fix it. He's gonna go find the like admissions woman she's like on the highway i that's the type of shit where i'm like man spider-man would make a really good series like i like i think like you know ned and mj and peter are all like so charming that i like enjoy watching their hijinks like spider-man has a good like non-superhuman ensemble cast going on um and it's wild that like that's the plot up front here while already like Ooh, the plot is also everyone knows who Peter is. Um, and I thought they did a really good job of like, ooh, this is like, we're in packed traffic, and then there are people running and screaming. You um, know how um, in, in the original series of, in their original run, the Spider-Man movies tended to have like one bad guy, and then they would complicate it with like two or three bad yeah. guys. And then like by the third movie, you were like, there was a lot going on. Um I think it's the same in this series, but then they started stuffing in instead of extra villains and like extra obstacles, they just started it stuffing in fun, like fun things for (laughs) Spider-Man to do. And it's like, fine. Okay. There's, I have to go with four conceits at this point. Um, but they're all fun. So I'll do it. I'm on board. You know what I mean? Yeah. It like all was fun. And you're right. Cause it's like, in the third Turby, eh, Turby McGuire, in the third to- <laughs> You need to start respecting him. Tony <laughs> McGuire, okay? You need to respect our early 2000 superhero. <laughs> I'm sorry. Respect, respect to Seabiscuit. Um, so, like, by that third movie, when he's fighting Venom and they're just, like, punching each other through the air, it's like, what is going on here? Um, but you're right, Ryan. Here, it's like, no, we'll put in more fun because that's what you want here, right? And it's, yes, I do. I want Yes. Fun. 
I and, I even love like the sequence, like the the montage we get of in the Tobey Maguire Spider Man of him just like discovering his superpowers and using it for random things, like as a WB TV show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like it's like oh, I love the like hijinks and the fun of like playing with that. And I feel like there's everything in this movie uh, invites more fun in, or if it's not fun, it's like well executed yes. drama or whatever. If it's not fun, then Ian's also, Ian's crying a whole lot. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I like really liked all the Doc Ock stuff. Um, and even when Peter, when he like rips off part of the nano, whatever, whatever, whatever of his costume and it like takes over Doc Ock's arms and Peter's like laughing. We don't often get to see Tom Holland's Peter like just kind of like having fun. And he was like being shitty. And I really enjoyed seeing that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, there are so many Spider-Man costumes in this movie, like a total of seven. Yeah. And it's all just, it's action figures. All the, uh... <laughs> I, I do have a question for the, 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 the class when we get there, but uh, about the black costume. But so <laughs> he, you know, kind of like wins with Doc Ock. He like gets in good with the admissions advisor and then Green Goblin shows up, but then Dr. Strange teleports them. I, a thing that, a thing that, like, it's not a critique. I just felt like Dr. Strange was kind of a dickhead in this movie, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, super dickhead. Mm-hmm. Absolute raging asshole. He 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 was so dislikable this entire time. <laughs> and I, it had to be on purpose. Yes. We need to be going into multiverse re- resenting him as a person. <laughs> I think that that's part of their plan. Because they there's, like, no other way around it. Because, like, later when MJ is, like... Actually, that was your spell. I was like, but she's right. Like, yeah, like, like you, dude. you recklessly did a universe-changing, sensitive, magical uh, spell with a teenager in yeah. your basement yeah. with <laughs> preparation. Like, was, wait, yeah. what are you talking about? I was You're being an like, asshole here. I was just like, why did you even have him with you as you cast it? Like, yeah. you know, like I mean, I. I sick of the plot like you know he like, right, things right. like that but it's just like in terms of his feelings towards peter and like he kind of redeems himself at the end of the movie with the line yeah. we'll get to that but like still it was like look this is uh we can guess at most 17 year old kid um you know he sees his friend like he, he's more so upset that his friends are being punished for you know his mistakes than than anything else and all he know you know also and I know this has also been one of the main criticisms of, of Tom Holland's Peter Parker is that he's basically has always had a, in terms of the MCU, a superhero kind of mentor figure who can kind of clean up his mess beginning, yeah. you know, Tony Stark. And then, you know, he becomes more involved with the Avengers. And if he had wanted to choose to be Avenger, like before infinity war, he would have had them as backup. He's always kind of had someone there who can give him some sort of like thing to fall back on. And so like, while going to Doctor Strange was the smartest thing, like you are the adult in the room. Like he's coming to you because he, this isn't exactly something Aunt May can help sweep up. He doesn't know where else to go. Like, of course, he didn't think of just calling them. G- Gen Z doesn't pick up phones anymore. Like he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't know. And it's just like he was very much treating, uh, you know, speaking in terms of Peter Parker, not Spider Man, the superhero. He's talking to him like he's Tony Stark, and it's like, look. He's stupid. He is supposed to be. He's a teenager. He knows a wizard can fix things. So he's going to you. Stop being an asshole to him. Right. And like, I did think it was weird that the scene we saw in the trailer was completely different than 
like Wong is like, all right, just leave me out of it. Yeah. He doesn't say like, don't do the spell. And then Steven winks at him. Like that really made me think it was a scroll. But this was just like, oh no, Dr. Strange is kind of a grumpy dick. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. He didn't, he uh, didn't take a lot of responsibility for it all being his fault. And I'm really glad that uh, MJ collected him the way that she did. Yeah. And and like, look, like, I'm not saying that Peter has nothing here, but like you were the one doing the sparkly stuff. Let's let's just <laughs> and like you know we may see those titties, but like he's still supposed to be a kid, and you're an adult. You're the adult in the room, sir. exactly. So like, <laughs> give me a break. Um, Can we talk about the uh, looking at a vampire light to thinking about Doctor Strange pipeline? Because even in the trailers and both times that I saw the movie, it always cracked me up. The what? He looked at like a Dracula light, oh. and that's what made him think of Doctor. And then that's what made him think, "Hmm, I should go see Doctor." <laughs> I, did, I didn't like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I forgot that it literally was like because the the owner of the donut shop is like, "Oh, MJ, take down the Halloween decorations." Which also, I'm like, how long did this movie? How many months? Because it ends yeah, in Christmas. That, I will say that the pacing of the movie, great, but it, I not, did not know what time it was at any point <laughs> during the movie. True, I had no idea like when things were happening or, or like even if time was passing. I was like, has it been three days or they've been right. a month? <laughs> but also, this is like a queen's shop that only takes cash. So, like, what year did they put up those Halloween? <laughs> also true. <laughs> um, yeah, I. So he, Doctor Strange, pulls him back in. We get the like. Now you have to collect the villains. Um, and I love that Doctor Strange is just like, yeah, I found that dinosaur. Like he already collected the lizard. And this is like for me the most fun part of the movie. The like having to get them and put them in the thing. Um, but, so then, as you stated, David, he has a lot of different costumes. Uh, can someone tell me where the fuck the black, the black costume came from? I didn't he understand. He saw something in, in Doctor Strange's uh, basement. Yeah, yeah. It was, I guess it was he made black, a costume out of it. It was, yeah, well, didn't he see black spray, spray paint and then he just... Oh, yeah, that was? he was trying yeah. to do something with. It. I wasn't sure if he was washing it and, and fucked things up, or if he was trying to do something and things went left. I but he was he, working yeah. on it. Yeah, I think he was like, if I can't have my regular colors, I'd rather be intimidating and like you know camouflaged at night than um, be covered in that weird green whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was like, all right. And I think it was spray painted, and it was supposed to look. By the end of it, it was supposed to look shitty, like the spray paint was coming off of parts of the costume that were still dyed. And yeah, it, because that was what was confusing me a little bit towards the end. I was like, wait a minute, what is this costume? I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, it's right. really a ploy to get to have another excuse to make another action figure or right. costume. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. They were like, they were like, we Sony was like, listen, we will continue to be cool about you hiring our actors to into the Marvel whatever during our contracted co-production, but we're gonna need a lot more DLC for that mm-hmm. Spider-Man's mm-hmm. PS5 game, you motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> mouse. <laughs> well, so he goes to he thinks it's Green Goblin, but ends up being Electro, but it's Electro and Sandman. Um Sandman is, like, confused and on his side for, like, two seconds. Um, And, 
yeah, I don't know. I thought this fight scene was pretty cool. Like everything looked really cool. Yeah. 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 I think it was also maybe Peter's real first, like Electro was way more threatening, you know, here than he was an amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Like by the time he got threatening, amazing Spider-Man, he got, he got killed. Um, yeah. But like, it was definitely a wake up call to Tom Holland, Spider-Man of like, Oh, these villains are not, you know, they're not like, you know, my, well, the shit that he deals with outside of the just like Vulture was a very much street level criminal who actually was able yeah. to like build something, you know? Um, but like this was really him, like, oh shit, like we have real people here. Um and, and I'm just and, so and happy he doesn't with, have yeah. 15 friends with him. Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. And then um I I enjoyed Sandman, you know, coming in. I mean, this is like again with the plot whole thing. I I think I already brought this brought this up with Sandman. I'm like happy that like they didn't just try to act like they didn't just try to act like he he just was evil and just erased like that in part. And it kind of did it with Doc Ock too, because Doc Ock in his movie yeah. as well, like you know, it's it's the thing is messing with him, um, but he's not evil. He's just like being contaminated with or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, uh, my communication degree is is failing me, but <laughs> um, but like then I I understood why he flipped on to on Tom Holland because I'm like if sparkles start happening and people start disappearing. I'm going to want to get away from you too. Cause what are you doing? Um, but like that Sandman story was very, it, it was very shaky. Like I, I, that was one villain in the Spider-Man uh, in the original Spider-Man films that I really did enjoy because like Spider-Man street level villains, you know, the whole sort of synopsis behind it is that like, we've been dealing with these really big badasses in MCU like Thanos. And it's like these, you know, next level things, but it's like Spider-Man is supposed to be the, friendly neighborhood like he's he's his focus isn't usually on those type of villains it's on you know stopping a bank robbery helping you right. from you know helping you to get someplace because the bridge bridge for some damn reason just decided to crash like random <laughs> shit like that um and like most of his villains are people who usually are down and out and lost and he actually will help them so i don't know if they really delivered there but on the other villains like electro was just jamie fox with powers that's what's going on <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is what Jamie Foxx would do if he could, if if he could, uh, fucking have sparkles coming from his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I did like the uh, when how he like had them attached to his chest via whatever the fuck that was, um, and they were kind of like freaking out, and he's like, "You're not helping," and they're like, "Go left, go right, go left, go right." Um, they were just like the frantic friends. Um, <laughs> but so he gets them all, um, God, and then where do we? When do we take the turn? It's like he, oh, he decides he doesn't want to send them back, right? Mm-hmm. And you kind yeah. of, <sighs> I I kind of was like, just, this is the one time I'm like, just listen to Doctor Strange. I feel like this is going to be way more work for you, Peter, and a disaster. Just like, he's a grump, but listen to him. Let him just send these people back. Um, and instead he does the hero thing where he's like, no, I can fix them. And I did really like him bringing them to Happy's apartment and like, I, I liked seeing all that. I don't know. It was, I, it, what'd you guys think? We don't get as much. We haven't gotten in Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man, Tom, Peter Parker, the genius. And that's yeah. just as equal as Peter Parker in his Spider-Man suit. Um, and this movie really dived into that way more than the first two. Um, even when him he's going at it with Doctor Strange and he realizes, oh, this is geometry. I'm great at geometry. And yeah. he figures out how to get, you know, like that is Peter Parker 
you know, the person, if he was to lose his powers, like he is a genius. I mean, we kind of got a little bit of it um, in Far From Home, um, especially when he starts building his suit. But like this really dived into it when he's not even focused on as like Spidey in a sense of I'm in a suit and I have to figure out how to get out of this like dangerous situation. But more so, you know, really science oriented, even psychology a little bit, trying to figure out what's wrong with each person, what's going on. Um, and so I really enjoyed it, even though I wasn't very much supporting it in a sense of like, Peter, these are these are bad people and this is not going to go well. There's just no way it will. Please, please don't be stupid. But, you know, he follows his heart. God bless him. But, uh, you know, I really just enjoyed being able to see. Like, I really appreciate, like, especially now that he doesn't, like, have the mentors. He's not he's not hiding behind Tony Stark or anyone else. It's like, you are a scientist. As long as you got the tools in front of you, you can come up with really dope shit. And so I really enjoyed that scene of, like, a reminder to anyone who's only been following MCU Spider-Man. Right. He doesn't need, you know, another scientist to back up off of. He can really figure this shit out for himself. I also like that, in a way, it swerved with the traditional Spider-Man story, which is, like... It it showed Peter being an optimist and proactive as opposed to, like, getting depressed and being, like, <laughs> very passive. Like, it's easy to take the character to a place of, like, cynicism because he's witty and depression because, like, his life on paper would suck. <laughs> um, but you – to instead – and it's, I, I don't love that they had to use Aunt May's death to accomplish it, right. but I, to incentivize him to st- equate staying true to himself with, like, being an optimist and, like, proactively trying to, like, better the world. Like, to be doing the work of, like, he, there's, like, a calling that he's following. Um, I, I kind of like that, and I want to explore that, as opposed to, I feel like we've seen Spider-Man do the, like, jaded like everyone around me is gonna get hurt i can't my focus will never be on school like i I, you know like i've seen it and like i get it um but let me see him trying to like i don't know do something bigger anyway Mm -hmm. if that makes sense you know and that also brings up i wanted to ask we i loved the way they did his spider sense in this and they didn't really rely on it too much in the other ones did they Mm -hmm. no Honestly, the right. last time I really, really remember seeing it is when he's on the bus. And this isn't even his film. This is Infinity War. Yeah. And um, his spidey senses tingle and he stops one of um, Thanos' people from punching Stark. Like, that's the last, like, that was the one time I really remember being distinct. Um, but yeah. they used it really well um, in this movie. Yes. I The scene where he's, like, where we kind of see, we're like, wait a minute, did Norman Osborn just turn? And, like, we learn he did. But we see, like, Peter, like, looking confused and the way they, like, stay on his face, but everything else is, like, a little bit out of focus. Like, I thought that was, like, really cool and looked really cool. I don't know. Yeah. I just really liked it. You know, they did uh. a good job. Like, um, in the first, in Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man, when he, shortly after he gets his powers and he does the fight against Flash, like, his version mm. of Flash. And we see his Spidey senses for the first time to the point that everything is slowed down. And when Flash is going to punch him it looks really freaking slow and he's able to move and he's looking at flash while flash is like going a full punch. And it just reminded me of that in a sense of instantly everything, like he's in the middle of building, everything gets slowed down. As you said, like the camera is on his face, but also you kind of like hear that like slow heartbeat, you know, everything is going at a normal pace, but for him, 
something, you know, the spotty senses are saying like, something is up, something has changed, abort mission, go left, go right, press X 10 times, something, something has to be, <laughs> something, <laughs> you know, and like- What's to that the, called yeah. in video games, a quick time event? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked, I liked everything in that apartment. I also, I mean, granted, I now understand why, but I was like, shit, I'm glad they're giving Aunt May, Aunt May way more to do. Um, because did we all see that that press conference, the like part of the tour where like oh Marissa my God. Tomei, or she's just like giving nothing? Was it you, Ryan, that tweeted it that I like responded to? <laughs> I don't and think the, so. The interviewer is like, "Well, blah blah blah." Like, what what made you want to join it? And she was like, "I listened to my agent." Yes, like, well, that I was a good call. And she's yeah. like, "Well, we'll see." <laughs> oh, oh, I saw it. I don't think I was the one who posted it, but it was. Um, that was so funny because you could tell that in this movie she's doing her best to like give May more of a vibe than yeah. anything motivated, <laughs> which I don't even mind. I'm like, yeah. all right, hippy dippy May for yeah. the MCU. I see it. She's like his hot, his hot aunt who like, you know, was like, all right, I'm trying to get rid of this guy. He's so nice. She's doing but... like a Nancy Botwin impersonation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, and his superpowers are her selling weed. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I just I was glad that she was like in the fray. And I will say, though, the, mo- the I love, moment I love I loved having her around for hijinks before if yes. she's going to be gone, you know, um, but the moment it's like when he takes that turn. And also, was Norman Osborn so strong in those Tobey Maguire movies? Yeah, yes. he, was. he was pretty okay. strong. Yeah, yeah, okay. he is. He is. There's a scene where he pushes to- uh, Toby Spider-Man so far. He like bumps into a banister or something and it literally falls over into somebody else. Like he okay. was TV with him. Yeah, was that guy okay? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he so, like knocked that lamppost yeah, in the Exactly. <laughs> when they were in that lobby and like Aunt May was there with that like mallet thing and he was like, May just run. I was like, please just go, Aunt May. Like I just wanted her to get out of that building. Um and like once she stuck around, I was waiting for it. I don't know how you all felt, but I was like, once she stuck around, and then once she got, like, you know, bashed with his fucking glider, and the way she was shaking, like... Oh, I mean, totally. I mean, granted, she's a fucking Oscar winner, right? So, of course, she can sell this, but she, like, really sold this scene. Yeah. And, like, she was such a good, like... I, I mean, his aunt, but, like, the his parental figure, and, like, being, like, a parental figure who is proud of him... Like, whew, I cried so much. The moment it bashed her, I started crying. So I was like, oh, she's dead. She's definitely gone. And then, like, she got up and I was like, please, just, like, get out of that rubble because then I'll know you're alive. But, like, we're all, we're, we're talking too much in this scene. And I feel like, and then she said the, like, the line. The, the line. line. And I was like, oh, no, no she's No dead. good comes from it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was really it. I mean, you know, uh, I, you don't have to be a devout Spider-Man fan to know that right. once someone says, with great power comes great responsibility, that's it for you. That's it for you. <laughs> <You're done. laughs> yeah. That was You're your toast. last scene. It was great knowing you. Um, I didn't even need to see you get hit. Honestly, they could have, you know, she could have been perfectly healthy in that scene. I would have known, well, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah, I... I cried so much that the guy 
next to me, I almost apologized. It was a stranger. Oh, I did. I had, to, I had to apologize to the people next <laughs> to me. I was. <laughs> and Tom Holland, I, you know what? I I didn't know that he would have that range, but he really did. Like he, I need to protect that bottom at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I want that twink protected. <laughs> <laughs> like I just. I felt so bad for him, right? It's like he lost Tony. He lost. Now he's losing Aunt May, and like, those, those, that's it. That's what he's got. That's yeah. it. And then he he loses he loses everyone. Yeah. Oh. And I kind of I mean, you know, I always knew he would have some great death because that's just kind of the Spider Man story. Is that that is supposed to kind of in a way make you Spider Man just as much as the powers. And when he lost Tony, I thought that that was going to be his Uncle Ben moment, to be honest with you. Yes, like, I same. thought this is, you know, we didn't get to see Uncle Ben in this version. So to- him losing Tony is the the thing that's going to take him to the Spider-Man that we may be more familiar with. And they said, no, that's, that's some, they, they Sony said, that's the Avengers storyline. That's not what we got going on. And I was yeah. like, well, fuck me. That's, that's not our business. That's <laughs> your business. Tony didn't say the thing. He didn't say the he thing. He didn't. He didn't. He's a like, Thanos killed him. That, that wasn't the Spider-Man way to die. You know how the Spider-Man right. way to die is. <laughs> so when, 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 uh, on May said the thing, you know, I pointed up at the screen and like, uh, Peter Griffin in that meme, like she did <laughs> the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like the Leo DiCaprio meme. Yeah. So yeah, so I basically was crying for the rest of the movie. Like I don't think there was a moment when I had a break emotionally, even though the end action is all like very fun. Uh, after this, so quickly after this, we cut to MJ and Ned. I will say, I know it's like a plot device, but I liked Ned having the magic. Mm-hmm. Like it reminded me of like, I don't know, Ryan and David, it reminded me of like Willow and Buffy. It's like, we got to give the best friend something to do. Like, great. Yeah, it was, it was very like, um, you, you're, you're, you're being included in this way that like, they, they can now be tied together where you're like, all right, well, we're meant to be friends because I can assist you or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, 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 it was interesting to see their relationship develop in that way. Um, that's why it was kind of sad to see it like undevelop. <laughs> but it was it was a sweet evolution of like, these aren't, th- this really is his best friend. It's not like, um, it's not like he, this is his high school friend that he's right. going way overboard for. Yeah, it's like, no, and I like that. And so I liked him being able to do the magic. I, even though we were expecting it, how did like. I felt like so happy to see, like seeing Andrew Garfield jump out of that. I was like, what the fuck? I knew this was coming, but like, this is crazy. And then we like see Tobey Maguire. And I just, I, I, it felt bananas that it was actually, I was actually watching it happen. Right. And, like, yes. And this is where, you know, it's one of those things of like, let's be honest. Most of us knew, okay, they're going to be in it. But when right. we say we don't want spoilers, how it happens and all of that is probably even more important than just like knowing they're going to be there. Um, And it truly is a sense of, I mean, for those of us who have been here since the Tobey Maguire films of that opening of the portal, I love the sort of allegory behind Ned is not, Ned says, I just wish I, we could see, we want to see Peter Parker and like the symbolism behind, let's be honest by generations, you know, for many of us, we got a different first picture in our head of who Peter Parker may be at first, depending on, when we've been following the Spider-Man films. If you're like me and you're a geriatric millennial, you're thinking Toby. <laughs> if you came in a little later, you might be thinking Andrew. 
even as much as we may love both of them, we do understand though at the right now that Toby that um Tom Holland is the MCU Spider-Man. He's doing a phenomenal job. And I love that they represented that these are these three, they're still Peter. You may have your favorite, you may have your this, you may understand who currently is doing the main movies, but they are all Peter. And like that meant so much to me and how they brought them in. I need that to be because this is the debate. This is like Outside of the MCU, like this is something that comes up in the MCU Twitter, whatever, whatever your 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 platform of choice. Like every three to four months, who's the better Spider Man? Well, fuck right. off. We don't need to do it anymore. Whoever you like watching, that's who you like watching. He's Peter. The MCU has confirmed it. So let it go. We got it all for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Ryan, tell me how you felt when they when they when those boys popped up. I was just thinking like. I mean, I was getting sentimental. I was like, this is like 20 years in the making for me. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the first Spider-Man movie when I was like, I don't know, a 10 or 11 and being like, just completely like taken away and like dazzled. And I was like, and now I feel the same way. And like, I- I'm I'm sitting there feeling like so emotional and just thinking about the passage of time. And like, also the fact that they're paying respect to like our, um, our personal like whatever version of a superhero growing up and it, it, I, I thought it was like touching and then another part of me was thinking like man the corporate synergy that this required <laughs> <laughs> just getting to like, leave his house this, this is truly late stage capitalism stuff and i'm loving and living learning <laughs> laughing every day <laughs> david how did you feel when they popped up uh you know i kind of thought that that was going to happen. <laughs> um, but no, it was very satisfying. Uh, though I think the their introduction was uh, very well done. Uh, it, uh, you know, with with what was going on, with what Peter was dealing with and their desperation to like be there for him, yeah. um, the, the emotional stakes were really high. Um, they found those other Peters instead. Some levity was added. Uh, it was pretty refreshing, a little needed. And then those, th- those two other Peter Parkers were able to like, you know, be, ha- be there for their friend, this, this other version of themselves, along with, you know, the two closest people in his life. It was a very, a very sweet moment. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, you just, you said something. And really... mom is just. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know that's right. We, we got a bunch of superheroes in the house. They better clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, yeah, I love that she was like not. She didn't give a shit about the Spider Man, but she was like, "You better." There's some cobwebs. Oh, and you better clean up what you just did. Exactly. I'm going to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the crazy thing is how well it worked and how like much it made sense plot wise, right? Like that at that moment, that's when we need those other Peters, right? Like it, it's, I've like you said, Ryan, it's, it's weird capitalism at work, but it like worked God, like these actors that played Spider-Man like very long ago. I don't know. I just, I can't imagine a world in which that I ever thought that would ever happen. Right. Like watching any of their previous Spider-Man movies. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I never in my wildest dreams thought that they would do something <laughs> like that. It would, be, it would be like, I, I don't know. It, it, it was, it was, it was delightful. It was a one-time, um, amazing thing that they pulled off. But I also want to point out 
and and really call attention to the fact that it was a live action remake of Into the Spider Verse, which had just won an Oscar. So. <laughs> but they did That's, a good job. I'm not going to even hold. They it did an amazing them. job. If, if they an had, amazing if job. They had done a poor job. I would have lost my shit. Because they, you don't, they, don't they mess made, the plot, you can't deliver. But they did a good they job. They made like Super Smash Brothers of Spider-Man. <laughs> that really is accurate. <laughs> and people but, had a lot to say about like within the span of 14 years from 2002 to 2016, there were three different Spider-Men on screen and their, continuity, their continuities were completely separate. And that's like, you know, a lot of... Uh, head spitting a lot of whiplash um and uh i think I mean, that it this to is the, the point that marvel was like we're, we don't need a montage of him learning his powers because we've seen enough of it yeah, right exactly, right. exactly. Uh, but this is like the best thing that could have come out of all that yeah yeah you know and i i think that they really did man when they find peter on that roof okay so i have to be a little a little grim for a moment um as someone who like has gone through like a couple of like bad moments of very bad loss in my life. The like, you know, I thought of my best friend, Kim, who co-hosts all the Hawkeye episodes with me when my roommate died and we found him dead. And like at his funeral, I like went off to cry by myself. She made sure to come over and like, just like put her arms around me and say nothing. And that the MJ and Ned doing that with Peter, that felt so like, these are best friends. These really are best friends. And I thought, I was really glad that they, you know, we didn't see them like talking through it. It was like, they just hugged him because they loved him. Right. Like they didn't need to like talk about it. And the other Peters were there to help him not feel so alone in his grief. And I don't know. I thought they did such a fucking good job. Like, but again, I think it's like, that's, the only way you could create they're yeah. putting peter into grim circumstances by the end of this movie uh, like emotionally psychologically and the only way that you can create a washable future character and an exciting new version would be to make a peter that's like optimistic and trying his best and on a mission you know what i mean yeah. and i feel like having multiple versions of yourself there to counsel you through your grief it, it would actually be super healthy, especially if there yeah. were slightly older versions of you who can like talk you through the things you're thinking. And like, I don't know. I, it, to me, it was just, I was like, Oh, this is such a delightful um, premium, like take <laughs> on the character that I like really, I don't know. I was, I was excited by because we, I, I we've seen a lot of Spider-Man and even though we've seen a movie similar to this, we've never seen this. You yeah. Know? I mean, you know, it, it goes right back, of course, into the Spider-Verse thing, because literally after Miles loses his uncle is when, you know, everyone shares, like, you know, for me, it was, it, for Gwen, it's it's her best friend, Peter, and for everyone yeah. else, it's usually their Uncle Ben or some variation of him and things like that. Um, and it's like, it was important, especially in this moment, because was, unfortunately, while he needs his time to grieve, there's still multiple villains out there, and they're about to cause right. a wreck. And yeah. he needs to know, you know, you're not, not only are you not about to go, I mean, you know, uh, MJ and Ned are are great, but like they can't do much for you here. So it's yeah. like I'm pretty sure knowing, hey, you have these two um, figures here who they they've gone through this in terms of the loss, but also you know they're going to be able to help you you know get through this really difficult shit right now. Um, it was the perfect moment of of bringing them in, um, and then even like um, 
Andrew Garfield's character is the one who brings up, you know, he's he's like, I always wanted brothers. And I think in that moment as well, like, it did feel sort of like he was getting family, which I think he desperately needed because he saw Tony as family gone. And now your mm. actual biological family is gone. So it's like, even though they're in another multiverse, it's like, there are people out there who are doing exactly like and you know, he what already you lost his parents. Yeah, like, he's like been through like if Batman is bitches and moans about exactly. his parents. Exactly, he and terrorizes it's like, an so... entire town from losing two people. Now, can you imagine? <laughs> I, can you imagine? Can you imagine? And this little twink is so helpful and kind and optimistic. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and like i really enjoyed all of the like great they're doing the science in the lab and they're just like i loved it i loved yeah. it. I, loved, I loved the science high i am yeah i loved the like i love that andrew garfield's spider-man put on a lab coat because his spider-man did wear a lab coat <laughs> yes very much um i love that and and it goes back to like the whole like we're finally seeing him as the genius thing and we did get to see toby and andrew's characters as geniuses yeah. way more than we got to with to- with um tom's um, and it was really like, I, I was happy that basically we were getting this beat, like the science scene felt more, very much all the Peters together. And then the fight scene, of course, is all the Spider-Men together. So like, I was really, and I'm going to be honest, this is again, like, I'm, this is why, like, even though we knew going in, the spoilers were important. Cause like, if you had, if you had told me to guess how they were going to be brought in, I would have been yeah. like, Oh, to- uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man is going to be getting the shit beat out of him. And I don't know where, you know, two other Spider-Men are going to pop up. I, I definitely thought they were going to give us like 10 minutes max, especially fucking around with Tobey Maguire because he does not like leaving his house, which fair, but like, yeah, <laughs> you know, he really, I was like, he puts the, t- I know he told them I will be here for an hour and you better figure something out because I'm never coming back. <laughs> so I was just like really happy they actually gave us like a good, what, at least like 40 minutes of them both yeah. being superheroes, excuse me, uh, superheroes. Um, as well as like the nerdy uh, geniuses that we know them for when they're not in the suit too. I want to believe that uh, Toby Maguire had fun despite himself. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I think I think Toby Maguire would never admit to this, but I think for a lot of actors, it's it's. I don't think DC could organize this for Batman, but I think for a lot of actors being part of the official Disney branded Marvel universe. Yeah. If you're already tied to superhero stuff and it's not like stigmatized for you, because I do think there's a kind of like prestige actor for whom that's true. Um, but I think for the vast majority of actors, it would be such an exciting addition to your career yeah. and such an exciting opportunity to have and thing to have been a part of uh, as a cultural phenomena. Um, and I, I I imagine that it's a very inviting experience. And also Disney has this down to such a science that like, I, ha- I have to think it's a pretty easy shooting schedule. Mm-hmm. Like I, I actually don't think it's probably like that grueling because they are used to accommodating people and accomplishing special effects without putting your life in danger yeah. because you're all like <laughs> insured, but how insured could you be? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a, there's a group text right now with Famke Johnson and Holly Berry and Hugh Jackman where they're like, 100%. how do we get in on this shit? People on the phone since like 2016. <laughs> yeah. I know they're a little bitter about it because they're actually technically owned by Disney. Like, you know, Disney actually owns the Fox Archive, so they have way more freedom with them if they wanted to go down that route. Um, That's why I really believed that that was going to happen in WandaVision. I really believed that they were just going to mash those two universes together and call it a day. 
I, again, that is my only critique of WandaVision. Well, not my only, but one of my biggest is like, that will forever annoy me. Cause I'm like, yeah. just, just do it. Same. Just do it. No. <laughs> and they had it. I'm like, you brought in. Yeah. You fucking brought him in. I don't understand this. And I'm like, even when we knew Agatha was the, the, you know, I just, right. I just knew she was going to be like, Oh, I just plucked him from another multi, um, you know, universe. And I would have been, that would have been enough. That's the fine, right? Yeah. Boner joke shit. Y'all are going what? to hell. You are going straight that was here. So <laughs> cruel. That was the only flaw with that show. Anyway, this isn't about one. Right. Yeah, right. But we're just we Although, have to, we have to bring it, up. Isn't it all? <laughs> yes. But no, but we have to bring up the possibilities that they had and, and what they went with. They, they they need to live with that. They need to be shamed for it. <laughs> we're not wrong there. But so I even really liked once they're like like waiting for everything. So I kept thinking, oh, we gotta get the like Spider Man pointing, and I thought we didn't, but we kind of did, right? We, we did, yeah. Peter, I'm yeah. looking at that photo right now. <laughs> David, tell us, tell us when that happens. Uh, when they are deciding um, who is Spider Man's one, two, and three. Right, right. That's what I loved Andrew Garfield in that scene when they're like number three, and he's just like, because, and it's just a kind of joke to like the fact that. When people do rank Spider-Man, it's usually a, a give and take between Toby and Tom's and everyone's just putting Andrew at number three because of his, not because of him as his acting, but because of, unfortunately, the movies themselves. Um, yeah. But he was phenomenal. While well, I'm on the subject of Andrew Garfield. So, because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm telling when this goes live, I, I'm, I'm not going to have a complete non-filter. I've been holding off on this spot with spoilers. I want him to crack my back the way that he cracked Toby's. <laughs> Not exactly in that same way, but uh, I just really want to, I got to get that out. Um, I've seen, Ashley, okay. I feel you. I feel you. I just, I just, and I've seen, he's been trending. Okay. So I know it wasn't the only one. I don't know what sparkle oh, no, they no, put in there. <laughs> it's it's different. I've I've seen Andrew Garfield plenty of times in my life. I don't know what they did here, but that right there, kind of want you to do it again, but kind of don't because you know I can't be doing that. But oh god, Ash- okay, all right, all right. Ashley, I'm so happy you feel okay being horny on this podcast. That makes oh, me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because yes. Um. Also, Ryan, I feel like you talked about this a little bit before recording. Uh, right? That was a little bit like homoerotic, right? Oh, absolutely. 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 <laughs> they, they, at one point, he was like, does your web come out of anywhere else or whatever? Like, <laughs> yes, totally. that. that was very much wint- winking at the fact that, like, though they technically have the same name, they're clearly not related to each other. So, <laughs> there, so it was like a wink at the fact that it was like, it's okay. We know what you're going to do with this. <laughs> because they, they can't help but sexualize Peter Parker in every version of Spider-Man. Like I feel like every version of Spider-Man does some something with his like charisma and like they they make you try to have a little crush on him. I think that and they get yeah. that that's part of his character. It really is, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I'm also just really happy though that they stayed true to um Toby Spider-Man and didn't give him the web devices. And they were like, "Yeah, you have yes. the spooky thing going on. We're gonna stick yeah. with that." That was very. Um, that was honestly one of the scenes people kept hypothesizing what happened and it did. And they did a great, they did a great job of that. I can see when like the scenes start hitting the net, that, that, whoa, being a meme. Cause like, 
sir, no, we've been over here building devices and you're just sprouting it out. And I don't believe him. I don't think it only comes from his hands, but we'll, we'll, con- we'll continue playing with that. I, I truly, truly, truly thought that we were going to get a scene where they were describing the spiders to each other. <laughs> the ones that bit them. <laughs> you know, I forget that we never really saw Tom's Peter get bit, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, well. I'll bite him. Yeah. <laughs> so then they like, you know, they use their whatever, they cure Sandman. Was in Spider-Man 3, was that like his issue? He was all sand? I thought it wasn't. Yeah. I thought, it I thought his thing was that he was like sand. Yeah. Like, but I thought, he, I thought he I thought but I thought he could go back and what forth. Are you talking like, about? I mean, I thought it was like Iceman, where it's like, yeah, sometimes he could be sand, but sometimes. Oh it's no, just no, like, no, yeah. no, yeah, he oh, was all no. sand. Okay. He was just a sand man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they like very much like quickly do away with him and Lizard because sure. Um, I, so they have Zendaya, they have, I keep wanting to say Zendaya, they have MJ and Ned doing the magic thing to get the box, right? We haven't even mentioned the box because like, sure, fine, whatever, the box has the, the messed up spell in it. Um, I had, Ashley, I'm not sure. Did you tweet this, Ashley? Because when MJ fell, I was like, oh, it's got to be Garfield's Spider-Man. Like, oh, yeah, it has did. to be mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. Because, yes, you tweeted that, and I kept thinking it, and I was like, it has to be his redemption. I fucking cried when he saved her, because yeah. I just felt like, and he sold that scene when she, when he's like, are you okay? And I love her that she's like, are you okay? Because he's crying. And I'm like, like, no, he's not okay. Okay. Yeah. This, he's not. Please give him a hug. He's like, please. Yes, right. <laughs> he, needs, he needs therapy. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, that, that Gwen Stacy death is still, huh? I still think it was, it was. I'm sorry. But for a split second, I was like, what if he'd be in the same mistakes? God, Ryan! <laughs> no, they would. One, they would not do that to Zendaya. I and, you don't want to deal with Z stands. I'm sorry. All right, I know Emma Stone may have some people out there. No, but... no, no. I, 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 I thought that maybe they would do that, and it would be like a fake out, like his flash of like anxiety or whatever, like like that we would see it play out in some way. And I was like, no, 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 no. And oh. I was wincing, um, but no. we didn't get that. Um, it was, it was perfectly fine. Yes. They, that, they, like, it's wild to think they even sold that emotional beat for me. Like, for me, totally. I, felt, I felt the way you did, Ashley. I was like, oh, MJ, just please get out of his arms and just give him a nice hug. He, he needs a hug. <laughs> like, yeah, he did a, he did a, I mean, even in his movie, when he's holding Gwen Stacy after, like, she's yeah. instantly gone. Um, and so he really, you know, gave us that in that movement of, like, I mean, even beforehand, you know, they were hinting at it. Oh, a matter of fact, not to rewind, but um, in the science scene, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they kind of hint at Ned's possible future as well. Cause like, I like that they, they go into the big moments of both Spider-Man and like the things yeah. about them. And one of the things being that Tobey Maguire's best friend being Harry Osborn goes evil and mm-hmm. ends up dying. Um, and you know, Ned's whole thing so far has been, wow, is there other, what are their best friends like and things like that? And if you don't know his character in the comics becomes Hobgoblin. So he does become a villain and they, Kind of hinted at it uh, when Ned is like, "I promise to never, you know, betray you the way um, Toby's best friend did," and yeah. it was just one of hintedy hint hint as they already said that they have a Spider Man four in active development. But yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 um, I, I think that they did a really good job in intertwining 
Toby and Andrew's story in while still making mm-hmm. it very much still about Tom's and that being, you know, the driving factor that has Andrew Garfield immediately jumping off the banister. Like, I will not see this happen again in my lifetime. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was like, it, it was, it was pretty well done. I just really also love that. I don't know, personally at no given point, even with all these characters, did it feel less than Tom's story. I, I was going to say it felt like a huge gift and very generous of, of, the movie, but also I have to be, you know, honest here, the corporation of Disney <laughs> mm. to give those characters actual closure and time and consider their like, you know, actual character arcs right. into the film because they so easily could have gotten away with just having them um, avoid the topic entirely. Mm. And like, like some like, well, the less we know about each other, the you know, like whatever the fucking bullshit, right. um, like time travel kind of does. Um, uh, you, you, it, like they could have very easily just had them there um, and it would have made for a much easier shooting schedule I'm sure <laughs> um, and they didn't they actually gave those character scenes that added to their overall character arc and make it so that I it technically being part of MCU now isn't like embarrassing for them I guess <laughs> no yeah I agree um, yeah it's like you just said, Ashley, it, the, the craziest thing is this movie is fucking packed, but it does not feel crowded, right? They did a like, good job, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, they basically, Green Goblin is our main villain here. So he comes back. Um, I will say, I did think they were going to kill Toby's Spider-Man. Like when he gets stabbed, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, they're going to kill one of them? Like, I was like, yeah, I was just like, damn, Toby was like, I will do it, but you kill my character off, so these millennials will never ask me for shit again. I was like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm really glad that they didn't. Yeah. I'm really yeah. glad they didn't. They did, we, didn't need, we didn't need that at that point. No, no. It, it would have been too much. And I love that he even makes a joke of it. And he's like, yeah, oh, I've been stabbed a lot. Exactly. Like, <laughs> but yeah, this is nothing. This is just, you know. Yeah. I- I, I think it was it was a good way to um, I think it was a good fake out though because it did give you the, tr- the 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 rush of like oh no and then you're like oh oh everything's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like right I mean it's like you know I mean I have I had scream on the brain but it's like how in the scream movies how like you know Gale or Sydney or Dewey can get stabbed a few times and like they just brush it off whereas other characters they get stabbed a few times and they're dead. So right. like, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll accept that my hero can have this thing that would have killed anyone else and they're fine. Sure. Fine. Uh, yeah. And maybe, maybe it, it isn't, um, the Marvel rules of like, of in levels of injuries apply to them <laughs> in their original movies level. Right. Of, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dr. Strange comes back in, he's a fucking grump. Uh, he tries to whatever. I did like the, the part that did make me laugh was when Toby's Peter is like, is that really happening or am I dying? And it's like the sky with the purple cracks in it. Oh yeah. Um, did you all, I didn't notice this until, cause of course I looked up a billion articles that like when those cracks are happening and we see shadows, they are like very clearly shadows of other Spider-Man villains. Like apparently oh, totally see, Scorpion was there. Yeah. I didn't even know that was the main one. I kept seeing people say that Scorpion was there. Did you notice anything? I didn't notice them at all. I just thought they oh, were like, I noticed them. I was like freaking out because I always think Spider Man and Bat and Batman have the best Rogues Gallery, and yet we've seen them so poorly portrayed on screen. As opposed to, I've seen so many villains I've never really heard of outside of their MCU movie. Yeah, 
you know, and Spider-Man has so many great villains that I was like immediately like, oh my God, there was like, you know, little silhouettes for basically everyone you could think of. Yeah. Um, honestly, I had, it was, I knew it was villains, but, um, mm. all I could think about, so, and I th- tweeted this as well. And I know like, what if is like very low on most people's list generally of like MCU content that we got this year. Um, but this very much mirrors Dr. Strange's storyline in episode four, because mm. he's trying to save, um, uh, Regina George's character. Yeah, what's her face? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, she keeps trying to save. He keeps trying to save her in his universe, um, even though she's gone. Uh, and eventually, the only way to do that is to like get some insane amount of power. But anyways, it basically brings a, a crack into the universe, and eventually, his entire universe becomes nothing except for him. And so, it was just very much mirror. And I, and even when Doctor Strange's cloak wraps around Peter, that was also yes. from What If as well. So like we that, have gotten some What If moments throughout the movie, but that particular scene was very, okay, so this is starting to have some remnants of stuff that they showed us before. Um, yeah, I like that they all like echo each other, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, and like, I I remember you tweeted that, Ashley, and I really was like, oh, I'm going to watch the last two episodes. Just, I, just, I just never watched the last two episodes. <laughs> uh, um, but of course I fucking forgot. But I did watch... That Doctor Strange episode was actually like one of my least favorite. That and the Killmonger episode, I thought were both very boring. I mean, I'm be honest. I mostly watched it for Chadwick Boseman's episode, so I'm like, it's it's. I'm not. That's fair. I'm not defending it like to some. <laughs> everyone has to see. Like, I'm not. I'm not on that level. I'm just like, if you know. But I will just say, I think that since they kept saying they keep trying to reiterate, it's canon. It's canon. It's animated, but yeah. it's canon. And I'm like, I've been waiting for like, all right, there needs to be some. There needs to be some sort of uh, uh, pat on the back for me for watching this thing. And I, <laughs> that, that seems to, to be it right here. It's canon, although the conceit is it isn't canon. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so Spider-Man does the spell, and Jesus Christ, he really couldn't catch a break in this movie, could no. he? Like, uh, um, I, there was like a tiny tiny part of me that was hoping because this is kind of it's like both the Spider-Verse and One More Day put into one thing I was like well maybe that means that May will be alive oh no she's still dead like I was kind of like because in the comics that's the whole thing right when he makes the deal with I hate to even say his name on the podcast but he makes Uh the deal with Mephisto (laughs) I know I said it press the buzzer (laughs) eject me from my seat but like he makes the deal and then like she comes back to life because everyone forgets. And I was like, there was a tiny part of me that was like, okay, well at least can it be like, oh, Aunt May's back? No, okay. Like this wasn't like a, this spell wasn't like a undoing. This spell was like a, we're casting a spell on the world so people forget, right? More kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's a little bit like they, 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 for, it's more storytelling convenient for them to edit the established canon or whatever um, of the character and the, like the larger, like they changed Wanda a lot too, but it is convenient for their purposes. Um, And I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Um, yeah, I don't think it's, you know, it's, I highly doubt this is going to be permanent. Um, But to me, it sort of felt like, there have been a lot of complaints about this MCU Spider-Man and that he has been so engulfed, particularly with the other stories in the MCU. 
And yes, this heard, seems yeah. like their opportunity to give the, the Peter Parker that we're more familiar with. You know, he's never really been tied. In terms of the movies, he was never really tied to, like, the Avengers. I mean, yeah. there's even a scene where when he brings up, oh, I was in a team. I was in the Avengers. And and um, Toby and Andrew look at him like, who the fuck is that? And um, I love when he's like, you were in a band? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, it looks like this is really going to be, the, you know, their opportunity to give us broke Peter, who most likely ends up going to Empire State. And I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up working at the Daily Bugle and profits off of taking pictures of him. You know, I mean, I don't want to go down a route of like, they're just going to reiterate some, you know, I'm sure it'll do some pretty different things, but like. Can I say something? Yeah, absolutely. So fucked up. That's like going to fuck everything up that I shouldn't say it. Oh no. I'm I'm scared. How long until we get ultimate marvel and like the ultimate marvel cinematic universe <laughs> which is that they just they Never. do it again <laughs> i i feel like they pull a lot from ultimate though they so do like, they do pull a lot from ultimate. you know uh, I'm, I'm just joking about but how many universes there are at this point um i so okay david what did you feel about how peter ended things i mean i, I just uh, uh, it was it was kind of disappointing that he didn't say anything to MJ, but it's also like I get it, I get yeah. that you don't know what to say to this person you love that no, no longer knows who you are. Um, but it, it, but also like I'm I'm a little confused with what's going on with Spider Man because I thought that this was I thought this was going to be Tom Holland's last like venture out into the MCU. I think this was left I think it was supposed to be left open for negotiating purposes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um and I think they're giving a uh, heavy motivation to the fans to be like come back Tom. Right. Yeah. Um like leaving the door open is a good option for everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? It is. It was, I mean, yeah. I also think, you know, if, cause there've been talks about like Sony doing its own kind of universe, just mostly based, you know, focused on Spider-Man. I don't want to see, I mean, let me not say, I don't want to see that. I'm cool with it. I just don't want a future where he doesn't, he's not also in the future MCU films as well, but yeah. knock on wood. This also just allows so that if negotiations do not go their way, Sony right. could theoretically do that now because yeah. no one remembers him, but knock on wood, we don't want that. But it's just very also clear that like, as Spider-Man's story doesn't seem like it's about to end, you know, it, I do think negotiations between Disney and Sony is going to be really fucking interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. I I guess my I just wish, like, I didn't think it was bad. I just really wanted him to get a break. Like, I really wanted... Him to have I, something. Nice I felt like this kind of not. I don't know. I, I maybe it's the way that they portrayed it, and I was so in love with the movie at that point that I let them put one over on me. Um, but I felt like they gave us a sense of it. It's not everything. It's but it's more than I was getting when I lost Aunt May and thought that I was going to lose everything else. And at least I can try to make this work. Like I'm going to, you know. I'm doing this to be selfless. We help people. Like that's what she taught me or whatever. Like there was like a, a, a a fresh, I don't know, again, like an optimism. And I think that we have seen him die. You know what I mean? Like we we watched him die already. We've done that. Um, It's, it's better to, even if we don't ever see him again, it's better to um, 
watch him do the right thing and think that he's probably out there being a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man um, than it is to, you know, make us go through more spider grief, which is like its own genre of <laughs> fucking plotline at this point. Spider grief. Um, okay, so we are at the end. I have a question. Who here has seen Venom and Venom 2? I have. I have. I have. Oh, you all have. Great. I've, I have not seen any of the Venoms. I Talk did have homoerotic. <laughs> I did wait. So I did see just because like Ashley, I feel like your Instagram explorer is probably like this too. My Instagram explorer is full of spoilers. Oh. Um and always is. Yes. Yeah. And like the Venom 2 post-credit scene had been spoiled for me. Like the weekend the movie came out, it was in an auto-playing video in my like explore page. Damn. Um <laughs> and so like that end credit is him in a hotel room seeing Spider-Man on TV and looking the TV. So I don't understand how in this post credit scene he was transported to this universe. Like I thought that was them telling us Venom existed in the MCU. Was so, it not? No. So basically when him and um when him and Eddie Brock I was gonna just say Tom Hardy, but when they're basically talking about, you know, well, actually, you know, symbiotes, we we have a hive mind, you know, that there mm. we, um, we are aware of these other multiverses out there and things like that. And uh, Venom says, do you want me to show you? And in the minute, uh, and literally as he's about to show Eddie, there's like this um, sort of like transformation thing that happens and he ends up someplace else. And that's when he looks at the TV um, and he realizes oh. that there's something familiar about him. And so now with uh, No Way Home, putting two and two together, I think what it is is that Spider-Man is familiar to him because of this, the the symbiote that was in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Uh, okay. So they're aware that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, though it may not have been Tom Holland's, but um, they get transported to when, when Strange does a spell because there is a, a symbiote out there who is very much aware of Peter Parker's identity. Thank you for explaining that to me because I did not. Like I, I'm like, why is he? Co- I mean, okay. Actually, you squashed all of my follow up questions too. So good job. Because <laughs> that was going to be my follow up question. Even if he was transported, why the fuck was he transported? Just he doesn't know. But yes, okay. Thank you. That sums it all up. I thought it was a cute, like nod. To, like, all right, everyone, go home. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was confused at first, but I'm now that you cleared it up, I'm like, okay, that's a cute nod of like. I am. I was surprised he wasn't in the movie, but I didn't like feel his law. Like I didn't feel like, oh, we could have used. Like it was fine without him. Um, it looks like what Sony is going to do, and because and that this is fair in a sense of. And I was a little confused in a sense of for a minute. I did think Eddie's character was in Tom Holland's, and there's still some things that Sony needs to explain. They're not without some plot holes here, um, <laughs> but. It looks like they want to give Tom Holland's Spider-Man a different version of Venom because, to be fair, Eddie's Venom is supposed to kind of be more so anti-hero. Right. Um, you know, he may not, I'm not saying he doesn't do some villainous things, but he's technically so want, supposed to want to stop right. bad people. So he wouldn't, it would be a little out of character for him to randomly be like, I'm going to separate from Eddie and I'm going to go go find uh, Spider-Man so we can do yeah. bad things. But now that he's left that drop of himself in Tom's universe, that part of him might, you know, we might, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I doubt they're going to give us the complete radiation of Toby's Venom, uh, but it'll just still be interesting to see um, how these things take place. But they found a way to bring Venom into his universe while still allowing Eddie's movies to to do what they're doing. Right. 
Yeah, so the thing it does bring up for me is the fact that in the in the Morbius trailer, we see mm-hmm. fucking Vulture. Mm-hmm. So I thought, like, I thought it was like, okay, we are moving ahead with these movies in the MCU, but I guess not. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I was saying. Like, this, it's not without plot holes, because even yeah. though it explains Venom's presence here... Um, I don't know if if Sony might be fucking with us is because like Vulture is in the Morbius trailer and we right. know that and Vulture is in yeah. yeah so I don't know if they're gonna fuck with us and say that's a a, a variant I don't know if they're going to um because then you have to explain why isn't Morbius is making Venom jokes so you know right. there's this they're they're not without some holes here but I have to be fair and say you know I have to wait for Morbius to say okay you guys kind of fucked up here. So we'll see well, what happens. The about the Morbius thing, like even assuming that Morbius is in uh, the Tom Hardy Venom universe, mm-hmm. uh, I think um, who is it? Michael Keaton, yeah, yeah. who plays the the Vulture. He's allowed to play the Vulture in both. Just like um, what's like his Jay face? Jason yeah. Muscle Dad is uh, yeah, Jay Jonas Jason and and two <laughs> separate. Dad. Uh, Sinui Muscle Dad. I forgot. Right. I keep oh, forgetting yes. his name. Um, J.K. Simmons. Yes, J.K. Simmons is is uh, the same character in two separate continuities. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's allowed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay, now I got to talk. I mean, we got to talk about it at the the very end post credit scene. I can't believe it was just a straight up trailer for yeah, Multiverse right? of Madness. But holy shit! I will say. I gay gas the moment we saw Wanda, as did most of my theater, and I was so happy that we immediately were like, oh, you're here for And he's like, I don't care what happened in Westview, I need your help. And I was like, thank you, for because all the annoying people that were like, she's the villain, she's got to be the villain. No, not the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to stand America Chavez, like, that's going to make me so happy. Yeah, um, yeah. She's, and then at the end, they introduced Blorco. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> David sent me this tweet. Did Ryan and Ashley? Did you see that tweet? I saw no. something like that. That I saw something about that. <laughs> I about this it's so hours. good. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna read it because it is worth. Uh, the tweet is from Matthew may Castle. I, may I? Oh yeah, you should read it. David. Okay, so yeah, it's from Matthew Castle uh, at Mr. Basil underscore Pesto. My favorite bit of Marvel films is where you sit through nine minutes of credits to watch a five-second clip of some guy stepping through a doorway and saying, it's me, Blorco. <laughs> and it's like so it's, accurate. It's like it's, it's as accurate as it is reductive. And there's like, yes, there's always a Blorco. And this is our Blorco is the dark. Uh, Doctor Strange in this case. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, you have to tell you have to sit there and like tell your normie friend yeah. uh, why you're freaking out at this Florco <laughs> while all they want to do is go pee. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I hate yeah. you for making you wait making them wait through the credits for that. <laughs> so uh I mean we'll wrap this up. This episode's we're we're like going pretty long, but I'm sure people expect that for a Spider-Man. No way home. Uh Ashley, what do you think of the that trailer? I mean, I'm just gonna say though, in terms of the whole will uh Wanda villain thing, I don't necessarily think she won't. Okay. I I would not be surprised if this other version of Strange appeals to Wanda's wants. <laughs> And we get a version of her that 
you know, I am your fucking supreme, get out of my face if I can get my kids back. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying is that while I, I, I loved it, we know multiple parts of the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer that was, wasn't was even in No Way Home. Right. We can't be falling for Marvel's tricks. So I just, I'm saying, don't start to set any expectations here. That being said, I've said it before on my Twitter. I'll say it again. I don't give a shit if she is the villain. I'm a stick beside her. All right. So if she decides that we got to start killing people, then that's just what we got to do. All right. You shouldn't have been in her way. You saw her fucking floating around. Why were you doing that? So, you know, if it comes to that, I mean, I hope not. I hope we're wrong. And maybe it is just a version of Drake out there. That's great. But if it is, please do not think I give a shit. Please. I don't care nothing about sense. Okay. I don't care about it. Ashley, speaking the truth, I love it. Uh, Ryan, quick, what'd you feel about the trailer? <laughs> um, I was excited, and it reminded me um, of the larger events going on in the Marvel universe, and I needed a I needed a reminder um, because that was an extremely packed, dense movie, um, and it would be easy to walk away and be like, "I have had a great Marvel experience recently," um, and kind of put it out of your mind. Um, so that was good from a strategic point of view, um, but I. I am just really excited because I think Wanda is a good antidote at the moment to how I feel about Benedict Cumberbatch's <laughs> Doctor Strange right now. <laughs> like the way that I currently feel about the character, I'm excited to have a um, uh, uh, a tell it like it is person who he has to actually listen to. Um, uh, I, I'm excited for that dynamic, um, and uh, I think the the dark strange thing is is an interesting uh parallel there seems to be a lot of this like echoing storyline through the marvel movies right now where there's multiple versions of yeah um heroes and i i like that uh the version we're gonna get with this um is gonna go so um what the, the conceit is so like he's dark and evil and scary i'm like yeah okay let's do it <laughs> <laughs> david um, kind of to piggyback off of what Ashley said, like, whatever do- Wanda does is right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, it's very much like girl does some home, uh, does some sociopathic shit. Her gays honestly work. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm very excited. You know, we, we, we have like an idea of what's, who's going to be there and, and what the, the stakes are. We don't know who's ultimately who's going to be doing what and that's what you know that's that's why they still you know they're still going to get us to buy those tickets i'm (laughs) you know they said we got rachel mcadams you're coming (laughs) (laughs) i'm very you know know, i'm very excited you know the the weirdest thing i don't know i i mean clearly i'm the action figure nerd here um but like the weirdest thing is earlier that this week like that monday before uh, no Way Home came out. All the Doctor Strange toys, like the first line of them at least, were put up for pre-order, and that was our first look at America Chavez, which is so weird. Um, because like sometimes that'll happen with like the Legos, but that's different. Like the six-inch figures are like pretty accurate to the way they look in the movies. Like they do digital scans of the faces. Um, and I remember thinking, this is so weird that we're like seeing Doctor Strange's new costume and America Chavez, like the character, and like what Baron Mordo looks like in this movie in these action figures first, before we see a trailer. 
And then we got a fucking trailer. So it was like, all right, that makes sense. They probably were like, eh, whatever, push the toys out. Um, because I really kept thinking, like, we have to have a multiverse trailer if we're getting the toys already. And then we did. So, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, favorite scene from Spider-Man No Way Home. Ryan. Oh, I knew you were going to see me first. <laughs> um, give me a second. Um, favorite scene. Oh, I guess I, I would say I really enjoyed the banter between the three Spider-Men when they were on the tower and they were sort of getting to know each other um, and in a more informal level. I love the comparisons to each other and the in-jokes. I just thought it was delightful. And that's the magic of the movie to me. Um, and I felt like it was the... Um, that was the peak of the fun of the uh the concept so i i i i would watch that oh i I would watch that and i would watch the um unaired extra takes (laughs) (laughs) uh ashley um i am going to go with the banter between andrew spider-man and mj when he first comes out and she throws bread at him and she's like, oh, yeah, that was good. she's like, you don't have a tinkle. And he's like, I do, but it's not going to go off when you throw bread at me. Like, and then like his grandma and then Ned's grandma's like, well, prove it by, by dusting that, that web. And he's like, fine. <laughs> um, it definitely shows like Andrew's distinct Peter and how it's different from uh, the other two. And I also enjoyed him uh, hanging from the wall. Cause it's like, he's just ready for me to climb him like a tree. So, <laughs> Uh, David? Uh, it's going to have to be when Andrew Garfield's Peter catches MJ. And yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to have to say that more so than the stakes at, at the moment, more so than the historical context, it's Andrew Garfield's face acting that made me tear up both times. Yeah. It was very much like, oh, oh, I'm acting. <laughs> It was, it was great. He was he was perfect in that scene. I yeah. will say each of those actors gave me a moment where I was like, "Oh my baby boy Peter." You know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, also, oh wait, no. We have to wait for Ian's. Um, well, uh, so like for me it's a tie between the scene David mentioned when he saves MJ and the Aunt May scene, because the acting between the two of them, like, we really hadn't gotten a lot of just Peter and Aunt May together, right? Mm. And it was, like, nice to see her be like, no, I'm sticking by your side, even though it was like, no, but you're just a human, just run out of there, please. Um, and, like, the acting they both did in that scene, because when they show, like, the silhouettes, like, Aunt May is shaking, And you can buy that, like, she's shaking because she's fucking terrified because, yes, you would be terrified of, like, what just happened. But also it's like, like, the sinking feeling I got of, please leave this room. Like, I just want you both to exit and so that you're in broad daylight or, like, nighttime, but there's more lights and I can see that everyone's okay. Um, And, yeah, the, the acting of when he's like, please just say something, like, fucking killed me. I cried so much. Yeah. Um... Yeah, those were, like, but the movie was just so good that, like, pick out any scene, I could be like, yes, I love this scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that scene, right? Like, there's not a scene where it'd be like, mm, no, thank you. About. I just want to do an honorable mention to the back scene. One, because, yes, as I said, I want Andrew Garfield to crack my back, <laughs> break it, get <laughs> me over. But also, because it also seemed like a nod to the millennials who have been 
here who 20 years, you know, 20 years ago, we were young and now we have back problems. So, you know, representation <laughs> is important. Uh, and, you know, my two older Spider-Man saying that their back aches too was... <laughs> It's it's when I'm talking to my friend who's like 45 or 46, and it's like it, it, it's that moment where you're like, oh, the knees, yeah, it's just gonna get worse. You, know I mean? exactly, like, exactly. you just know, <laughs> yeah, you I know really something that 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 nobody nobody around understands. And it's like because Tom Holland is like the younger one, so it's like yeah, he's just whipping around and the yeah. are like, look, all right, we'll get there when we get there. We'll see you, yeah. okay? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the three of you for joining me for this because I really was excited to have the three of you on to fucking nerd out about Spider-Man because I knew we would all be on the same page about this movie. Um, I'm, I know normally people have something to like, like, usually I feel like there's like some critique, but yeah, I guess there's not really for this. Uh, I, I, my big, my big critique, and I think somebody already said this was like Sandman's, uh, rationale for like leaving yeah. in the middle like and and not partnering with spider-man didn't make any sense or or none was given but like eh, right yeah i mean overall. i can dissect it but i mean overall look i'm gonna fangirl over it it does right. have some yeah, plot right. holes like that's such a small yeah just a but, small yeah. complaint right I, yeah. I will say i i i wish that uh, there was six villains in the yes in the All that was a fucking tree um, and and I was such like, a missed opportunity. Yeah, I really wanted this. We were so close. It is weird that we didn't. It is weird that we didn't. Like, I really was like, there were six there. Like, just yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, thank you all for joining. Thank you all for joining me. I always say us, but it was uh, yeah. Um, and if you like Slayer Fest '98, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can support us on Patreon, which is very much appreciated, where you can get access to all of our Watch Club episodes, where basically anything I've watched, I'll do a Patreon episode on it, and all of our Harley Quinn episodes, which we're finishing out season one this month, and our My Nudie Judy sex talk videos I do with Zachary Patton Garcia. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98. I am at IanXCarlos on all social media platforms. Ashley, where can everyone find you? Uh, Ashley K. Smalls on all social platforms and you can also visit my blog Brooklyn Blurred um, where I will be posting my review of Spider-Man as well as probably a thirst article on Andrew Garfield I'm so sorry thanks for reaching out <laughs> on the internet good for you you deserve uh, Ryan where can everyone find you um, they should read InputMag.com especially the video game section someone really cool edits it um, <laughs> and also they can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Houlihan and Dave, uh, every, everything else, just go to my Google results. <laughs> <laughs> David, where can everyone find you? I am Discreet Latino on all the things, and that is uh, C-R-E-E-T, not E-T-E. And yeah, all right. find me. All right, great. Uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.